At Alabama Power, we've been powering Birmingham for over 100 years. Since 1906, we've been reminded time and time again of what makes the Magic City so great. Our culture, our food, our music, and most importantly, our people, are why we remain dedicated to providing our customers and communities with reliable energy. And while we're certainly proud of everything the people of Birmingham and our state have been able to accomplish, we here at Alabama Power are even more excited about our shared future. Alabama Power, powering Alabama's yesterday, today, and tomorrow. In November 2008, Judge Shantae Owens was elected to the bench to serve as a district judge in the criminal division of the 10th Judicial Circuit of Alabama. From January 2009 to January 2019, excuse me, y'all, we have a guest coming in. <laughs> Good. Thank you. From January 2009 to January 2019, she was the presiding judge for the drug court program for the Birmingham Division of Jefferson County. In January 2019, Judge Owens was appointed by Governor Kay Ivey to a circuit court judgeship where she currently serves as a trial court judge in the criminal division. She is a 1999 graduate of Alabama State University with a Bachelor of Science degree in computer information systems. After completing her undergraduate studies, Judge Owens attended Louisiana State University School of Law and the University of Aix-Marseille. Okay. <laughs> in Aix-en-Provence, France. Thank you. Where she enrolled in the dual degree program and received her Juris Doctorate and Bachelor, hold on, my computer going out, of civil law degrees. Prior to taking the bench, Judge Owens practiced as a deputy district attorney with the Jefferson County District Attorney's Office. Judge Owens is a member of the National Association of Women Judges, the Alabama Circuit Judges Association, the Alabama State Bar Association, the Birmingham Bar Association, and the Judicial Council of the Magic City Bar Association. Judge Shante Owens, tell me a joke. <laughs> okay. So, why did the golfer bring two pair of pants? In case he got a hole in one. <laughs> Yay! You said you like corny jokes. I do. <laughs> what happened to the grapes that got stomped? I don't know. Nothing. They just let out a little wine. <laughs> Yeah, you like jokes. corny jokes. 
Now, um, let's take her from the top. First of all, how is your mama doing? She is fantastic. Be sure you tell her yes. I love her with all my heart. I will definitely tell her. And you will have her cheesy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we got to go to lunch again, oh. even though, um, what's the name of that place is closed? Where? You, your, your mother and I went, John's. Oh, You remember yes, that time? Yes, yes. So next time we got to bring Sheree. Definitely. And we all got to go to lunch again. Sh- my mother would love that because she'll be so excited when I tell her that I saw you today. <laughs> yeah. I just adore her. Um, I love your bio in this realm because it says absolutely nothing about you personally. It just talks about you professionally. Um. I have to tell this little secret first. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal the secret. Okay. But I'm gonna tell the secret. Do you remember the time I twisted your arm about y'all's names? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> did we tell you? Yes, you did. <laughs> but I forgot. <laughs> Good. But anyway. Those I names w- are no longer anyway. <laughs> we have changed those legally. So I, I just had to remind you of that. But um, I want to know all about your mom and these two little twin girls. I want to know if you were in the band. I want to know if you were in the athletics. Where did you go to elementary school? What church did you grow up in? Like, Okay. Tell me you, like, okay. what what made you you all the way up to high school? Don't go past, um, um, okay, okay. don't go into high school, high school. yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was born along with my twin sister. She is the only sibling that I have, Sheree. And we were born in Selma, Selma, Alabama, to my mom and my dad. Our dad died when we were younger, and so my mom moved when we were in first grade to Montgomery. So we moved to Montgomery in first grade, and that's where we completed first grade at South Lawn Elementary in first grade. Uh, Second grade, we moved to Bessemer. And so we began school at West Hills Elementary, and that was, even to this day, I think West Hills is one of the best schools Ever. We okay. attended a school in Bessemer until the eighth grade, where we moved to Inslee, and that's where we started attending Green Acres Middle School. Sheree and I both, we were in the band. We were not, uh, we're, we're not athletic at all. Like, we never participated <laughs> in any sports. And so my children now, that's why whenever I tell them, hey, you should focus on uh, education and not sports, they're like, yeah, you're only saying that because you were a nerd and, and you didn't play any sports. I'm like, whatever. Ever. Right, yeah. right. So, um, but no, I turned out but, all and right. That's what I tell them. You try to be me, yeah. right? Right. So, um, but we play. We both played the flute. I and I was a pretty good flute player. I was either always first chair or second chair. And when I wasn't first chair, it's because Sheree was first chair. So we always played. We so played the same compete, instrument, and, and, and we competed. competed. Yeah. I grew up playing the piano. Uh, we're both. We were both uh, trained as classical pianists. And Sheree was a much better piano player than me, and she still is. But we uh, even grew up playing for some churches, and that's really how I made money in college. And I'm not going into my college years, okay. but we played for a couple of churches in Birmingham. 
But we were really, my mom really raised us to be very close to each other. So Sharae and I, her being my only sibling, we're very close. My mother, my sister, and I were all very close um, because if I could title my life growing up, I would title it Loretta and the Girls. My mom's name is Loretta, but that's just the title to me of my life, Loretta yeah. and the Girls. And um, we now, where did you tell me about church? Oh, where? we grew up in New Bethlehem Baptist Church. Well. Reverend William H. Walker was the pastor, okay. and he just um, retired not too long ago. But we grew up in New Bethlehem from maybe the age of seven until even after I got married. I got married at New Bethlehem, and when Ramon and I, my husband, when we moved, I just thought Bessemer was too far to keep going to church. But I grew up under Reverend Walker at New Bethlehem Missionary Baptist Church in Bessemer. Now, in your high school days, I want to know, you know, here again in retrospect, you know, were did you already know what you wanted to go to school, took to college for? Um, did you, um, what was, did you continue in the band? And I would love to know if and when you decided you you knew you wanted to go to Alabama State when at what point you knew you wanted to pursue the law or or did you know okay, at that okay. point yeah okay and let me say this even growing up at New Bethlehem we were very involved in the church and my mother is that <laughs> that kind of person and i always say this and this is the truth we went to church so many nights a week tuesday was youth choir rehearsal wednesday was youth bible study Thursday was adult choir rehearsal. Uh, Friday was adult Bible study. We got a break on Saturday. And then Sunday, we went to 9.30 Sunday school, 11 o'clock service. Uh, there was always a 3 o'clock program. And then we went back to our church for 6 o'clock service. So I was immersed in the church so much so <laughs> that I said, when I grow up, I'm going to one church service <laughs> So now moving on to my life, uh, we went to, um, I graduated from Ramsey High School. After leaving Green Acres Middle School, um, we attended Ramsey for high school. I no longer was in the band when I got into high school, just focused on my studies and uh, I was a part of the math team. So yes, I probably was a nerd. I and, mean, you a yeah. nerd for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, I knew you were kind of a nerd. <laughs> But math team that okay. at Ramsey, and yeah, that takes you over. Instead time. of taking PE, because I've always hated PE because I was just never athletic, I signed up for two math classes to get out of PE. And so when I hear my children say how much they love recess and PE, I'm like, are you kidding me? I signed up for an extra math class so I wouldn't have to go to PE. That's so, so funny. Yes. So my claim to fame is math. At so high it that, and. Were you thinking about pursuing math? No, no. It was just you loved math. I just loved math. I have always known since middle school that I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. And even around that time, I started feeling like one day I'm going to be a judge. Like I, I, I've only ever wanted to be two things in life. That was a news reporter and a lawyer. Like I, I really, I wanted to be a news reporter. I, used I to, can co I can see you as a news reporter. You, I used I to really write Pam can. Huff letters all the time. When I was little. And so a few years ago, her daughter came into my courtroom because she was interning with the DA's office. And somebody said, who does she look like? And they said, this is Pam Huff's daughter. And I go, 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I have written your mother letters like my whole childhood. Excuse me. That's and hilarious. so yeah, I wanted to be a news reporter or a lawyer. And so my I, I've always kind of been like that. I've never been the person where there was a lot on my plate I wanted to do or be. I'm always pretty narrowly focused. Okay. Yeah. And um the Alabama State University. Yes. What was your matriculation like? And I have a I have a belief that um, if a if a if a young person graduating high school, I'm big about pushing people into trades. Mm-hmm. But if they're curious about college at all, I say go because you meet lifelong friends. Yes. That's when you really turn into an adult, you yes. know, and, and I would just love to hear mm-hmm. your Alabama State story. Okay, so Alabama State to me, and I tell my husband that Alabama State, you know, is a great love of mine. I, like, he is my first love, and Alabama State is my second love, because I do, I feel like I grew into the person that I am. I grew into a woman, and Sheree and I did not plan on going to an HBCU. Really? Um this is really the truth of why I went to Alabama State. There are two reasons. Well, maybe a few reasons. One, Ramon was my boyfriend at the time, and he was going to Alabama. And Alabama was a quick, easy decision. Most of my friends from uh, Ramsey were going to Alabama, and, and I got into Alabama. But my mom said, you have been dating Ramon since high school, and I think neither one of you should go to college together. My mom said, y'all both mm-hmm. need to grow. He needs to grow and live life, and you need to grow and live life. And if it's meant to be, you'll come back together. So, And, and Sheree and I have always listen to our mom and so I listened to my mom on that so um Alabama did you hear that listen to your mother I, I did listen I re- to your mother yeah say that to my children <laughs> yeah listen to me kids I'm looking in the camera well so my sister and I really that was the number one reason why I didn't go to Alabama because my mom just thought Ramon and I didn't need to go to college together mm-hmm. she thought it would uh, we just needed to grow because right. he was my first boyfriend and I had right. never been in a relationship before and you so, was gonna get pregnant and it, you was gonna drop well, out of school not. Mom, I hope not. <laughs> That, that's what was on her mind. And like, uh uh-uh, uh, you that, finna yeah. finish school. And that, of course, like, mama saw some things to, like, down you know the road what I'm saying? that she was like, uh uh-uh. You wasn't thinking like yeah. that. She was. Yeah. So. Sheree and I both received a scholarship to Alabama State University. And so my mom and I, me, my sister, and my mom, we all went and viewed the campus. We toured. Dean Percy Vaughn was in his office when we toured, and he came out because we knew we wanted to be business majors in undergrad because by this time I knew I was going to go to law school. But I wanted to major in something that if law school didn't work out, I could still have a good career. So Dean Vaughn came out. He invited us into his office. He talked to us, and he told my mom, these girls are going to be fine here. So my mother had this feeling of, oh, I feel good. Mm -hmm. And Sheree and I felt like, okay, maybe this is where we need to be, and that's how I got to Alabama State. And let me tell you, it was one of the best decisions of my life. I met my very best friend at Alabama State. My sister and I grew into women, and we grew into being confident women because we were, I think we were shy, we were quiet, and we grew into who we were at Alabama State University. That's beautiful. Yes. Um, if you could get, you've made awesome 
decisions for yourself. I can tell by a long shot, and you just mm-hmm. clarified it. But if you could, and I don't live in regrets, but mm-hmm. if you could give your younger self a piece of advice, pick the age and what advice would you give yourself? Oh, wow. And, you know, and I'm like you, Iva. I don't live in regret either. Like right. I just I, I just choose never to live in regret. But if I could give my younger self a piece of advice, it would be slow down, Shantae. You have time because my life was always... Uh, I have to finish college by 21 because I have to go to law school and I'm going to already be in school until 24. And I thought 24 was so old. I would tell, <laughs> I, know, right? I mean, I thought 24 was so old yeah. that I had spent so much time in school. I would tell myself at 24, girl, you are so young. Slow you down. So young. You so young. Yeah. Even yeah. when I hear people tell me they're 34, I'm like, oh, you're oh, such baby. a baby. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would tell my 24-year-old self. You have time. Slow down. What's your favorite charity? My favorite charity, I think, now is the Alabama State University Foundation. Okay. Um, and the reason why is because, and, and I love a lot of things. I have a lot of, um, well, well, no, I'm not passionate about a lot of things. I'm passionate about a few things, but I love a lot of things. But Alabama State University is, it means so much to me. So, mm. Right now, I'm focused on giving money to Alabama State University and the church. I attend New Rising Star Baptist Church now, and um, I just, I I really appreciate the leader of uh, Pastor Beavers. And so right now, my tithes are going to the church and to Alabama State. I might be making some right decisions. Okay. Because my money going to Miles College and my church right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I used to split it all mm-hmm. up into different things. But I'll tell you, Pastor Beavers preached a sermon one day that I told Sheree, oh, I don't ever want to not live under tithing the way. And I would tithe, but I would kind of split my money up other places. Now My money now is Alabama State <laughs> and the church. That's how well, I'm living. If you don't answer one of these questions, you're going to be making a donate an additional donation to the Alabama State Foundation, but they're easy. I promise. Uh-oh. They're easy. Okay. But I do sometimes depending on how I'm feeling, I make them do- make a donation. Okay. But we'll see. Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Ooh, Regent's mm. Park for me. Okay. Yeah, I just, yeah. Like, and I know my husband would roll his eyes because he would choose Rickwood Field. I just, I like Regent's Park. I love that area. I love what Birmingham has done there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Railroad Park, hands down. And the reason why is because when Berkeley was a baby, when she was first born, I would just go out to Railroad Park and just put her in the stroller and stroll with her. And I felt like it was the first time Birmingham had this big green space downtown that I loved. Railroad Park all day. Now, funny enough... You know, I was all right with Railroad Park, but it's now that I'm so in love with it. Like really? for the, oh, <laughs> for the past four or five years, I have been a psychopath. <laughs> I I don't feel good unless I get my time at Railroad yeah. Park. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? 
Okay, this is not a fair answer because, and I hate to admit this, I have not been to Protective Stadium yet, but uh-huh. I've been to Legacy Arena a lot. And I actually told Ramon the other day, I said, you need to take me to Protective Stadium. And he's like, you act like it's New York. Just go. And I said, I know, right. but like, so now I put it on him. Like you're holding him. Yeah. I mean, he's holding you up. And that's what he said. He's like, you act like it's my fault you hadn't been. I was like, yeah, you need to take me. So Legacy Arena, only because I haven't been to Protective. Okay. Crossplex or Legion Field? Legion Field all day because that is where the Magic City Classic is held. Yes. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? McWayne Science Center. I don't like animals. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm not into animals. My family, they are. But yeah, and I've spent a whole lot of time at the zoo because I have a family who loves animals and we used to have a zoo membership. But we also had a McWayne membership and I would always choose McWayne. McWayne. I wonder why. <laughs> the nerd. The nerd. <laughs> <you mean>. Yes. <laughs> Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Well, Ramon would love this answer. Vulcan Park, because we, we've we had many a dates when we were younger. At Vulcan Park, we would park up there and just talk, mom talk. So, <laughs> mom yeah. talk. Um, so Vulcan Park. It really Vulcan really means something to Ramon and, and me. Like, we really love That's, the Vulcan. Yeah, yeah because man. we feel like it was a part of us growing up. Like, we had, like, we would go there a lot and talk. And so we took our kids there some years ago and of course they were so uh, like unenthused underwhelmed about yeah that's the word. <laughs> they were like what just a man holding like something up and you want us to go yeah. and i'm like no this place means a lot so yeah. i love vulcan yes. i love it biggie or tupac tupac yes because my children have been on tupac and they know to me nothing about this era of music however i love biggie but i've been listening to a lot of tupac lately Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. I'm not a Michael Jackson fan. And Ramon hates to hear me say that. Yeah, I'm about to put you (laughs) out right now. I am cool with somebody choosing Prince, but to say to just the king of pop. No, like I, I am not a Jackson fan. And Ramon, like he hates to hear me say it because he's like, everybody loves Michael Jackson. Everybody loves Michael Jackson. I'll take Prince. Yes. Mm. I'm going to let you slide on that. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? No, I said Vulcan. Park. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Barons or Squadron? Barons for me, because I used to take my kids to a lot. Of, we used to be season ticket holders for the Barons, and so they grew up going to a lot of the games, and so I used to love that. So Barons for me, yes. The Birmingham Legion or Birmingham Stallions? You know, I can't answer that. That would be unfair. And I was about to make up an answer so that I wouldn't seem like I didn't know about both. I don't know enough about both of them. That's Alabama State Foundation, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Write that check. Write that check. <laughs> oh, and I'm, and I thought and I And I'm thinking, this is so easy. Uh-huh, see that? I got me. See, I always wiggle out a donation for the favorite charities. The last two are easy, Alabama or Auburn. Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. And Alabama State or Alabama A&M. Alabama State for the win. Yes. <laughs> this podcast is being brought to you by DCS Alabama. 
Have you ever thought about investing in commercial real estate? At DCS Alabama, we guide you through the variety of commercial real estate investment opportunities. Low risk with high returns is always our ultimate goal for every investment. The founder of DCS Alabama, Patrick Denny, has over 25 years experience in commercial real estate development and brokerage services. With disciplines in office, retail, industrial, and medical investments with an emphasis on how municipal, state, and federal government incentives mitigate the risk in your capital stack. Primarily, DCS Alabama specializes in development, builder suits, master plan development, site selection, business incentives, land and building acquisitions disposition with high-level negotiations on your behalf. Come unleash the investor in you today with DCS Alabama. Visit us at www.dcsalabama.com or call Patrick Denny at 205-397-9398. DCS, diversification, collaboration, and syndication. Come and unleash the investor in you. Um, a couple of months ago, I did a podcast talking about my disdain for the political process in the fact that it's such a popularity contest and people don't really understand what they're voting for. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I'm trying to do is not just educate voters on what qualities to look for in a person and whatnot. Most people just don't know what court is what. It's like she's a judge, I'm gonna take my um traffic ticket over there. No, wrong court. Absolutely. And you know, without picking on anyone, you know, we we could all use a refresher course, you know, for even even those of us who've been entrenched in 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 the law politics course whatever. So, would you do us the biggest favor? Tell me what you do. I definitely will. And I agree with you. I think I become uh, saddened and disgruntled by uh, the political process, too, because um, I think the fact that elections become a popularity contest, um, sometimes the wrong people are not always elected for the right positions. And um, and these positions are so very important that it really, um, it saddens me. It scares me it sa- and it saddens me. So what I do is I actually am a criminal court judge. I am a state court judge. And when I do run, I run countywide. It is an elected position. All state court judges are elected uh, in Jefferson County. My position is an elected position. I am a criminal court trial level judge. I preside in the circuit court of Jefferson County. And so that means that I preside over anything ranging from a theft case to capital murder. Um, And I hold hearings concerning any criminal matter uh, in Jefferson County. And this is why it is so important. A lot of people don't think about judicial races, or I don't know if people think enough about the judges specifically that they are electing because um, people just think, oh, well, you know, 
nobody really cares about a judge unless you have to see a judge. Right. And, and, and you know, and so I want the public to pay more attention to judicial races uh, because once you get a person elected, it's very hard to get them removed if they're not doing a good job, if they're not doing their job, because once you become an incumbent, it's, it's pretty hard to get removed. So we, as the public, we need to get elections, right? And not just judicial elections, all elections. But of course, because I'm a judge, I focus on judicial elections. We need to get it right the first time. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. Um, one of the things that um, I talk about is, you know, length of time practice in the law. For all intents and purposes, you know, Iva starts law school, you know, hopefully next fall, right? Soon as I come out of law school, I got enough name recognition to run for, for judge somewhere for some. No experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. No experience. N- not everyone that runs for office is responsible. Right. That's right. So what are some of the things that you would suggest if a person is, you know, mm-hmm. when people start vetting judges because, you know, primaries are right around the corner. Yes. Right. So how should people look at the, the lists of names that they will be combing this through? This is, oh, this is such a good, good question. <laughs> good question. And this is always burning in my soul and my heart. Um, there are some... Uh, there are some parameters around running for judge. And the legislature instituted them some years ago. I think in order to become a district judge in the state of Alabama, you have to have at least, you have to have been a member of the bar for three years. In order to be a circuit court judge, I believe it is five years. And in order to sit on the appellate court is seven years. But listen to me. I said to be a member of the bar That does not mean that you have to practice. You could go to law school, pass the bar, and, I mean, you could work in a gas station for Mm. three years. And then if you know a lot of people in Birmingham, you could just run for judge. Mm -hmm. And so that does not take into account – the nature of your practice or how how well you understand or know the law, that is not taken into account. So some things I think you should look for in a judge is you should look for um, how long has a person actually practiced. Mm-hmm. Like ask about their experience inside of the courtroom because I firmly believe this. You cannot preside over a court that you haven't practiced in. Right. Yeah. And it is pretty hard to, you know, and I was young when I ran for judge. Everybody knows it. I was young, uh, but I was experienced. I worked in the DA's office trying a number of cases, even capital murder cases. And I think it is problematic for me. This is me. It is problematic to preside over a court that you have not actually tried a case in. That's problematic. And I think everyone in the public, you should want your judge to know what it is like and how it feels to have been in that courtroom trying a case. Um, You want to make sure that your judge is knowledgeable of the law. And how else can you be knowledgeable unless you've been in the courtroom trying a case? Um, You want to ask other attorneys, hey, 
What do you think about the judicial candidates? You don't want to just, you know, think about this for yourself and say, hey, well, I know him or her. Um, I'm going to vote for him because I know them. No, ask someone, ask other judges, ask other attorneys. What is the professional reputation of this person? What is their work ethic like? Because if people ask me, I'll be honest. I'll say, hey, I like so-and-so. But I won't tell you that that is a good candidate for a judgeship. But personally, I may like them and that they're a good person. And so you got to ask other people, uh, ask other judges, ask other attorneys. Um, Look at their... Look at information on social media, their websites. Look at the, don't look at social media about what they're posting about how popular they are, because that doesn't matter when you're trying to choose a good judge. Look at what their experience has been um, through news articles, but more than anything, ask other people about their experience. Ask other judges and ask other lawyers. Got any shout outs? I would like to always shout out my husband because I love him. (laughs) Ramon Owens. Yes. I want to thank my dear friend, the judge, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been too long. I know, right? Yeah. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.